freestyle with this. Sounds good. All right, so we are live, ladies and gentlemen, with Brian Fox. What's up? So, to give an introduction here, the topic of the conversation is the BMX Triple Challenge that went down this past weekend. And before we get into talking about anything to do with that, I wanted to make sure that everybody knows that the GoFundMe for Carl Emmers and his injury that he sustained at this contest is in the description down below. All those funds go to helping out him and his family in what I can't even imagine as far as like what they're going through and what he's going through. Uh, you were there. We can, we can talk about that when we get there, if you want to. Uh, but the main reason that this whole entire conversation came up and the reason that Brian is here is to talk about the contest because after Carl's injury, there's uh, it seems like the whole entire BMX world is on fire talking about whether or not these jumps are like too big, too gnarly, the contest is too crazy or anything like that. And I feel being the person who won it, you have a great insight on that. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope I can. I hope I can clarify some things uh, for some people because it's they. They are you know, they are really big, um, but also on the same note, it's it's like, you know, these aren't you know the people that are going to these events. These are not these are not your local dudes at at the skate park. They, these are you know, these are the guys that are you know competing at let's say the olympics the x games um you know they're most i mean there was tons of x games medals there at that event which you know is is pretty is pretty wild in its own i mean just thinking that like i can't believe i like beat those guys but um yeah i think you know the jumps are really big and they are really scary and they're and it's always carnage a complete carnage fest out there no doubt but on the same token too it's like no one ever gets to ride jumps that are that big, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so how are people supposed to practice for it that much? I, I do get, but also in the same note is like, I mean, when BMX started, like, let's look back, look at like, let's look at Hoffman for instance. Yeah. How many injuries, how many broken bones, the head trauma? I mean, some people would say, man, what that guy, you know, it's like saying like, man, what that guy was doing was so dangerous. Like this isn't safe. It's like, well, no, it's not safe, but that's what we do. I don't know. It's They're BMS. just, a, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to get out of that contest and like be okay and not, you know, not get broke off like, like some other guys out there, thankfully. But also at the same time, it's like, that's why we're, that's kind of why we're doing this. You know, we're doing this to, um, to compete or to compress, you know, um, uh, you know, progress the sport because you know it's that's the only way. That's the only way it's gonna it's gonna get anywhere is through progression. So you know, and the more the more that we ride these contests, and also just to throw it out there, like, dude, we haven't had one of these contests in like a year mm -hmm. because of COVID. So back before when we, when they were doing these contests, you know, a couple times a year during you know towards the beginning of the year guys were riding them more and guys were getting more comfortable if you look back on videos you know uh two year two or three years ago and and before then i mean some of the best riding some of the gnarliest tricks you've ever seen were done on these jumps yeah you know and it's like we we hate to see what 
um, we hate to see, you know, what, what has, you know, all these guys like going down and everything. It sucks. But also at the same time, it's like, that's how, that's how progression is made. And, you know, all the guys that have, that have crashed or didn't do well at that event, they're more than likely, I think they're going to want to come back. They're going to want to come back and, and check it out again. They're, they're intrigued. I mean, I know Brady Baker didn't ride, you know, exactly the way that he wanted to, but I mean, I was watching clips of him leading up to the event and I was sweating it. I was like, yo, this you know, up and coming kid and uh, he's going to come to this contest and crush it. Like I was sweating. I'm going to see, I'm not going to say I'm a seasoned veteran, but I've been around for a few years and I was sweating it. I was like, man, this kid is really getting good. What am I going to do? Um, and he didn't get to do exactly what he wanted to, but I guarantee you that kid, <clears throat> that kid will come back and, and he'll get better because he'll ride the jumps more. He'll get more used to it. And, and eventually, man, that kid is going to be a force to be reckoned with. So I think that's kind of my view on, on this whole event is like, yes, it's really gnarly, but these events have to go on in order for, you know, BMX to progress and not to mention for, for people that didn't get to watch the live stream or anything like everybody was that was there everyone cheers everyone on we nobody obviously nobody wants to see anyone really fall and get hurt but other than the fans I guess but you know we all want to see each other do well we all want to see each other you know succeed and and do the best that we possibly can and that is like such a special such a special thing you know you got these like new and up and coming guys and Kevin Praza's over here like hyping him up like dude that was so sick you just killed it you know for someone like me you know a few years ago I was look, you know I'm like looking up to these guys and they're saying the same things to me and like and that's pumping me up that that's that kind of stuff will change your life so I think you know having an open invite contest you know where I guess they had a max of 50 people but they didn't even hit that they didn't even hit that max so there's more opportunities for more people to get involved but it's tough because yes the jumps are really big but and, and you got to be ballsy to do it but that's it's what you got to do to get to where you want to be and also uh just throwing it out there it seems like uh this event this is you know they're they're taking these these placings in and everything at these events they're taking all of these riders into consideration when making you know making decisions for um invitations for x games you know and that's also something really really big to look out for you know as an up-and-coming rider you know for people like brady baker or tucker smith um all those all those kids that are out there crushing it on their way up man i mean they're killing it right now five years ago they would have been winning contests mm-hmm. you know and they, these guys are these guys are young man they're 10 years younger than me and i'm like what the heck man so they can they'll get there um it's just going to take some practice it's going to take some time i think yeah you you touched on a lot of things that i think are really good and one of those being the parallel to matt hoffman and if you think back to all these old videos of people on dirt jumps who are absolutely just sending it like that is the yeah. entire video is just crashes and people sending tricks that they couldn't even do so i mean in some aspects it's similar to that and and part of what i wanted to do with this conversation was take all of the responses that i got on my uh, instagram story and uh kind of talk with talk through the some of the best points that i think came up with you um but i do want to 
respond to on the fact that this was these are replacings are being taken into account for X Games, which kind of like brings a little bit of clarity for some people, which I don't feel like we've had in a long time of like, how do you get into X Games? Well, now there's this is like, well, here's a thing you can point to to be like, look, you do well here, which is an open event. You might make it to X Games. There, there is the opportunity, and and you know, like the, the people that are watching that, you know, I mean, there's no, there's no other dirt contest. How else are they going to decide? You know, they could keep inviting the same guys over and over, but there could be another kid, some young kid that's, you know, way, way better, that could come out of the woodwork at, to one of these events and crush us all. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, they're like, hey, look at this, we have new new talent it's something new it's something fresh for x games you know that's that's what we're looking for you know that's what x games is looking for it's you know watching the new crop roll in almost you mm -hmm. know because the riders that are here now aren't the same riders that were around you know 10 years ago back in you know 2012 yeah right um so. and and that uh dirt aspect brings up one point that a few people had in here and one person that left the response actually participates and helps out at caddy but i think there's something that these people might not be considering um people say hold a this isn't like a real dirt contest hold it at real trails hold dirt contests at real trails and my response to that is like have you considered whether or not the people at those real trails would even want something like this to happen there let alone whether or not it's even physically possible to do if they were my trails, no way. <laughs> I'm not going to work my my ass off, you know. Every chance that I possibly have, that's free time. I'm not going to be out there digging on jumps that I want to ride or that me and my homies want to ride and then let a bunch of let a bunch of dudes that we don't really barely know come out there and case the jumps or turn around on the lips and stuff like that. And that's that's stuff that you see and and also it's like okay how are they going to fit how are they going to have fans you know because that's how events kind of work mm -hmm. you know you have to have fans because at the end of the day an event is is a is about you know it is about revenue you know it's about an attraction it's about for the fans something to watch um because this stuff isn't it's not free all of that dirt that they use at these contests they aren't free the trucks that they use to bring the dirt in, those aren't free. Right. The guys that build the jumps, those guys aren't free. They got to put in a bunch of work. Those guys literally start, they, they started bringing the dirt in on Tuesday. Wow, that's And fast. by Wednesday at two o'clock, I had already, I had been in Anaheim. I pedaled, that was the first thing I did. I went to my Airbnb, stopped off at In-N-Out first, of course. That's a <laughs> must for me. But then I went from In-N-Out and rode over to the course because I wanted to see if they had any progress. And I was like, well, if I go over there and watch the jumps being built, maybe they won't be so scary when they're ready to go. So I went over there and by Wednesday, they already had the first jump done. Yeah. And that's like, that's insane. They don't have time. And this, this is dirt we're talking about here. You know, most of the trails out there, these are trails that have been around for such a long time. The dirt has had time to actually settle, to come packed in. These guys are building these jumps in, 36 hours maybe yeah. I, that's insane so these guys put in so much work and that that is not free man and uh so that's kind of the that's kind of the hard part and do i think that having a contest on trails would be sick yes of course i think 
having a contest on trails would be sick because I love riding trails. But also at the same time, one, nine times out of ten, you're probably not going to see the same tricks go down. And number two, when we think about trails as BMX riders, we're not thinking about doing all these circus tricks. I think we're 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 thinking about watching dudes flow through the trees, man, like up in the treetops, floating sideways, you know, just steezy. And I think that's like that's like a I, I see it as like like an art form, man. I think that's something like that's so beautiful about BMX and I think that that should be almost preserved in that aspect. If there was a way you know, to do an event like that where it was based on style and amplitude and stuff like that, dude, that would be that would be awesome because obviously there's a, a a great trail scene here here in America and there's some absolutely incredible trail spots. Um and the guys that ride the trails are amazing, obviously. But uh I think that would be that would be a, a tough one. Yes, we would all like to see it and we'd all like to ride it, but it'd be tough. Yeah, I don't think anyone is looking at this triple challenge and f- actually thinking that it's supposed to be a dirt or trails contest. This is what it is and nothing else. It's it's a jumping contest. It's what it it's two jumps. Two you put down two of the biggest tricks you possibly have back to back. There's something like there's something gnarly about that. Like that's pretty insane. You have to be dialed enough to throw down the biggest trick you possibly can on that first set to hold enough speed to do another one of your biggest tricks on the second set like i think that's like a whole totally different style of contest i think it i think it's awesome the more diversity the better because it's bmx it's freestyle it's whatever you want it to be right and i'm fully there with you i think it would be absolutely amazing if there were contests based on the trails style of riding and if maybe in the future we can get there and maybe that can happen but i i don't see it happening right now and mm-hmm. everyone would love for that to be a thing but i think something i just realized that people aren't even considering in this these jumps are too big they're unsafe uh aspect of all this is the fact that that rumble in richmond thing just went down where they purposefully built the biggest jump they possibly could and people just sent it on it i mean people saw larry edgar's crash where he broke his forks dude yeah i mean that's a that is a perfect example it really is and that was such a rad event yep everyone was stoked everyone was stoked people were watching that like mad and nobody was hitting that jump who didn't want to do it. No different than the people who are at this event. Nobody, I mean, okay, maybe not nobody because I can't talk for everybody there. But yeah. most of the people who are doing this are doing it because they want to. And I think the overarching theme that I meant to get to at the very beginning is that no one's opinion matters other than people like you who are actually in the event. If everyone who's in the event is like terrified of the jumps and only doing it because they feel like they have to, then mm. then maybe there's a problem. But from the people who I've heard of who are actually involved with this event, who did respond to my thing, it seems like most of them are of the similar opinion of like, this is our choice to do it. Maybe they are unnecessarily big, but Muslims said it's fun or <laughs> like... The, the one from somebody who placed in the top 10 
said, they're definitely too big for what's necessary, but it's fun. Dude, bottom line, they, they are fun. And it's like, it, it goes back to that thing. It's like, you remember when you first learned how to like drop in on a quarter pipe? Yeah. You were shaking in your boots. And I remember because I vividly remember I had my dad built me a half pipe in our backyard because he likes to ride bikes too. He's been in the bike industry for 42 years. Wow. So he rode BMX as well. So it was like, shoot, we build a half pipe in the backyard. I get to ride it too. So he was, he, he taught me how to drop in and I can remember dude shaking in my boots. I was so nervous to, to drop in on the ramp and it's kind of the same thing is like as soon as i i did it like yes it was really scary but it was that feeling of like accomplishment and overcoming that fear that was like that you that's kind of like what we what we chase after in in bmx i feel like well maybe not everybody but you know to some extent i feel like everybody you know when you're scared of doing something and then you finally do it it's that feeling after that you get that indescribable feeling that's like i need that again Yep. And that's where, once again, that's where progression comes from. Yeah. And, and another part of this whole thing is that there are plenty of people who I've also heard from people who know these people who like don't participate in this because they think the jumps are too big or whatever. But there's also pe- plenty of people who are willing to do it. Like, so it's, it's the kind of event like nobody's can't say nobody. People aren't forcing most of these people no. to participate in this. And there are plenty of people who do want to. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things. That I just want to get the point across that like you guys are the ones that matter. Your opinions are the opinions that matter. And most, if not all of you are choosing to do this. Yeah. I mean, dude, it, it's like, dude, if you're scared, then don't come out. If yeah. you're scared, go to church. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. If you're scared, you don't have to ride it. But, yeah, like, I don't know why I just find it so crazy that somebody would, like, try and, like, try and speak for us when we're, you know, choosing to go out there to ride for it. And, you know, it's like you we're going out there. I mean, dude, there's money on the line, yeah. you know. And as a professional rider, you know, this is something that I want to I want to do this for a living, man. Like, I love riding my bike. I just want to ride my bike. I work in a bike shop right now. I work in my my dad's bike shop in our family bike store. I also love that. I'm glad I have that to fall back on. But dude, I just want to ride my bike, man. And if that's what it takes to ride the bike, you gotta you gotta want it as bad as you want oxygen, man. Like you need it, you know. Yeah. And this, that was like, shoot. I mean, I I guess the prize purse had gotten put out there I, I, I was a little I was a little bummed on about that I wanted to kind of, I didn't want like I didn't need everyone knowing like I guess what the payout was and that's why to keep like X Games the, the payout for X Games like um kind of they keep it hidden so you know like the the public can't see it which is which is nice I mean it doesn't I guess it doesn't really matter but I got to make some good money off of that and you know for for someone that's got just one paying sponsor <clears throat> which pure kind of that that sponsor they they do pay me really well and they do allow me to to make enough to to travel off of that money but it's not you know it's not like a it's not like a normal job where you work you know nine to five you know five or six days a week and that's what you live off of so you pay your rent you put food on your table stuff like that it's like it's it's hard to do and if you want to do it you have to figure out 
every way possible in order to make it happen. So like, yeah, for me this year, like I'm, I'm traveling, you know, the majority of my traveling is funded by me from work, which is like crazy. But going back to it, it's like, that's why we're doing it. You know, <clears throat> there's money involved. Everybody's got to make some money. Everybody's got to, got to be able to make it to the next event or everybody's got to, you know, put food on their table or whatever the case may be, whatever their why is. That's why we're doing it that. And obviously because it is so goddamn fun. <laughs> like that first jump had a nine foot takeoff and a 25 foot gap. The amount of time that you spend in the air is, it was like, it's so crazy. Like it's almost too much time because you have time to think. Wow. And you're just wondering, like, whoa, dude, where am I at? I, I was so scared. I was so scared of that first jump. I didn't even straight jump it. Like, <laughs> I just, I just flipped it. I was like, if I was straight jumping it, I, I'd have to be looking at the landing for like way too long. So I had to, like, I had to do something else. Like you saw a lot of, like, most of the guys were, either flipping it, or doing a 360. Uh, a lot of those South American dudes were doing 360s over it, which was absolutely mind blowing. Sandoval as well he was like he was crushing it like the whole time and yeah I don't know I kind of got lost there but it was that's okay right. yeah <laughs> I you talked about a lot of, of great things and you talked about part of why I was so stoked to that you hit me up and even responded at all first of all being that you won it but second of all being that this whole conversation is wrapped around the ultimate boiling down point of the fact that it's up to you guys and you're not even you have one paying sponsor and you're coming out to this event so like it's fully 1000% your choice and then you end up winning it so I think that I think the reason that a lot of people are talking about this is the fact that Carl got hurt and another topic that came up in a lot of these responses is that it can happen to anyone anywhere you can i mean yes there's an aspect of like well i mean if you make these jumps gigantic it could aid that in making it easier to happen but at the same time that's the part of the risk thing so like literally uh i don't know if doyle wants me putting anything out there but he said like he crashed on a four foot quarter and had some really bad stuff happen and he didn't blame the ramp that is the most valid point. Yeah, I, I, I would ha I would have to agree. It's like, you know, um, and also, you know, Carl Carl went for that 1440 multiple times, mm -hmm. you know, and there were times where he was so close, it was rubber side down and then sliding out. Yeah. Which, you know, as a BMX rider, if you're going for something, if you land rubber side down and slide out you are going to get back up you are yep. going to try it again because you're you were that close you know and and carl is a it, it carl's an absolutely incredible rider for anyone that hasn't watched anything from carl after this just just go watch carl's uh, yeah, instagram absolutely. page it is absolutely bonkers everything that dude does he did a front flip candy bar over the week that's amazing like, i did see that that's amazing i we were everyone there was just done and i i was like you know i saw carl and i was like oh my god dude that's carl immers like that's insane and so you know i had i had to go up and i had to go up and be like 
dude, I've been watching all your stuff on, you know, on Instagram for so long now. It's like awesome to finally meet you, blah, blah, dude, you're like amazing. And people being that good, miscalculations happen. And, yep. you know, it, it was not, it was definitely not the jump's fault. It was, you know, it was just a, uh, it, uh, we're hitting these jumps so fast. It does not take but a fraction of a second to do one small thing wrong to mess the whole thing up you're spinning three times around too like four times oh my bad four times four around times. yeah you have to be perfect and i'm not trying to like make an argument or anything here i'm just saying like it's very easy to get a like the tiniest bit off and have it go catastrophically wrong and it didn't yeah. even it wasn't even that his crash was that it was like a catastrophically wrong thing he just like landed wrong and the bike turned crazy because of it. it 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 was it was just really bad i guess wrong wrong place at the wrong time sort of kind of you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it just it, it was just a it was a freak accident you yep. know it was a freak freak accident it was like nothing i'd ever seen before i was absolutely horrified and I haven't still, I mean, it is Tuesday. I have not been able to stop thinking about him since the day of the event. I mean, it's just been like replaying over and over in my head, just like, you know, just thinking about him and, and, you know, like he's, he's got a family, you know, I mean, he's an incredible dad. You, if you go on his Instagram page, you'll see that he takes his, he takes his son out and they go, they go street riding together and he's on a strider, you know, like yeah. that's just bottom line rad dad shit like so so cool and i just i can't stop thinking about him you know and uh i mean it was such a such a gnarly gnarly trick and it goes also goes goes back to choice you know um for anyone that's had that is saw that's seen the the uh the prize purse breakdown you know what best trick you know how much best trick you know was going for what it what you won if you won best trick and all of us riders, we have to take into consideration every time we go to do the, one of these contests. You you you're weighing out, you know what what, you know what is worth what, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. And that was like a gnarly trick. Now, had he just like blown up the first time he tried it and didn't even get close, I'd be like, bro, it's not even worth it. Yeah. He got so close. We all literally thought that last time he was going to land it. Like we literally thought, like that was it, and it just took, it just took one one small error, and yeah, it 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 sucks, man. It was it was unfortunate, and I, I I really really hate it for for Carl. So for everybody also seriously watching this, anything helps, man. A dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. I donated I donated two hundred fifty bucks to it, and um. I did not have an issue doing that at all, and I think as a BMX family, man, we we got to come together for for people like this. You know, he was not a you know he was not like a crazy huge huge name as as far as like contest goes, but I mean, he was like really coming up hardcore. Yeah. And um, yeah, so for anybody out there that's watching this, like, whatever you can do, man, it would really he would he would greatly greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and once again, that link is down in the description below. And 
I think part of why people are so passionate about all this is simply because of the fact that somebody got hurt that severely and and it makes it very easy when you see something like that happening to feel that passionately about like oh my gosh something's got to change about this in in but in reality all of the things that we've already said come into play and something that we hadn't mentioned yet that you did mention is that the jumps aren't any bigger than x games dirt jumps yeah not really um i mean if you go back and watch x games uh 2018 um even even 2019 i the i mean those jumps are freaking huge they are no joke big and those jumps like 2018 i won uh i won bronze and there was a there was like a small kicker ramp like step down into a yeah moment. yeah and and then into a jump that was like that big it was like a 20 it was probably like a 22 to 25 footer that big big jump and like these are no joke jumps and then the year after 2019 dude they had a, they had all sorts of crazy like the first jump was a straight booter huge booter and then the second jump after that was like a slight left like a slight left hip and then it went into this step up dude the step up was like six or eight feet like huge step up yeah and then as soon as you land off that into a into a curved wall berm that you major like like mandatory gap out of it there was no <laughs> flat bottom like if you fell like that was it you you were coming off of that wall and it was gonna hurt like mandatory coming around that thing and then another big booter at the end and like I'll, I'll just touch touch base on this one real quick too like man back in 2019 i tore my acl at one of the at, at the uh bmx triple challenge in anaheim at that same that very same stop that i just oh. won i tore my acl back in 2019 that was the last time i rode one of these events i went into that event knowing what can happen because something bad already happened and I still wrote it because I knew it was on the line. But then again, you also have to think it's like, dude, you can learn from mistakes, you know, mm -hmm. um, mistakes made. That's how we learn as humans, you know, and I took what I, what I learned at that last one and hell yeah, dude, that was the, that was weighing heavy on me standing up on the roll. And I had to, I watched Andy Buckworth double back flip the first jump. He was the first guy to do it um, this weekend. And I was like, you know, I asked him like, "Hey, man, how is it? Like, what's it like?" He was like, "Man, the thing shoots you out like a cannon. It's so gnarly. It's so crazy." And I was like, "I gotta do it." And he was like, "All right, I'll do another one, and then you back me up." All right. So he went, did it, and then I went after him and did it. I nailed every single double flip that weekend, or this weekend. I I nailed every single one that I that I did, which was like crazy, especially coming after the last time I rode that same exact event. I tore my ACL, my lateral and medial meniscus. Like it was a, Jeez, it was bad, serious. you know, like it was, it was awful. It took me, it was, it kept, well, it didn't keep me off the bike for that long. Cause I had X games, like only like six months later, but I waited like two months to have the surgery. So I was like four months into post-op and riding X games. <laughs> so wow. it's like, and that's a choice too, right there. Like, yeah, that right. was, like that's my choice, dude. I was, 
fortunate enough to be hooked up by like uh, CTI knee braces. They like made me this uh, custom fitted carbon fiber uh, knee brace and stuff, and uh, and that really gave me my my confidence back. But dude, it all goes back to choice. Like, dude, I was coming off a knee injury and I still chose to ride it because I was like, dude, I'm not gonna miss X Games, no way, you yep. know. And every single person who rides a BMX bike looks at what they want to do realizes i mean maybe not everybody realizes what could go wrong but most of us do and make the choice of whether or not to do it and i also heard i don't know if this is true but you could confirm it that this event required the riders to prove that they had health insurance yeah so that's a that's another aspect that i'm assuming the general bmx population has no idea about either yeah so um I guess just to kind of put it into perspective, so this is not just like a, a throw together by one of your homies. You know, this is this is put on by um, Feld. Feld does Supercross. For for anybody that watches Supercross, you have seen the crashes. Yeah. You know who Ken Roxon is. You know what can go wrong and how bad it can get. So, once again it's it's all choice and and these guys dude it they had met they had a, an ambulance there on spot ready to go right like this is not like a oh we got to take our buddy to the hospital in the back of our van it's like no they had med staff there on spot and it's not every single contest that you go to where you get where you get that you know and that's like that's nice like that's that's peace of that right there is is peace of mind like hey these these guys are not joking around they're serious and they take the ride they definitely take the riders um the riders health in 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 their best interest you know they they don't want to they don't want to see us go down they want to make sure that we're going to be okay if or when that happens you know because it's it's inevitable yeah we do it's down you're bound to crash i crashed like 10 times this weekend both my ass cheeks are just like torn up so bad from landing <laughs> on my ass and sliding down that landing. So, yeah, man, uh, that's totally another valid thing to bring up too. And, and I'm not trying to say at all with this whole entire conversation that it's wrong for people to have their feelings that they do after oh, yeah, what happened sure. this weekend. Like it's totally valid to see what happens to somebody in this. And be like, wow, that's that's too gnarly. We need to tone it down. I just wanted to try and bring some perspective into this with someone like yourself who is actually involved. Yeah, and and also you know like, it, it's so e- like watching that like heck yeah man it's it's really easy to to see bad crashes like that and and watch a contest like that and see that man. Uh, like man that's really gnarly and to have your own opinions about it or you know think that it's too gnarly and like dude that's totally totally valid you know but also at the same time it's like hey if for anybody that watches uh feast contest x games uh, drew bizanson is a is a great example true drew was at a feast a couple years ago and there was they had like this curved wall ride right out of a out of a quarter pipe but drew drew being drew he was literally dropping in from the top of the of the sub wall dropping in and riding around oh i remember that the yeah curved wall well drew drew hung his back wheel up when he was going in and that's how he broke his femur 
And it's like, that's a pretty gnarly crash. Like, mm-hmm. and those are gnarly obstacles out there, you know, but that doesn't, you know, they're, they're kind of in the same realm, you know, like, yeah. Um, accidents, accidents happen, man. It's like driving the car. It's like, Hey, it's really dangerous to drive a car. You can literally die. How many people die in cars every year, but still drive. Yep. I mean, they say that, uh, you're more likely to die in a car accident than in a plane crash. Yeah. And people are scared to get on planes. Yep. You know, and that, that's crazy. It's like, and, and on the road too, you also got to think it's like, you have to, you're putting your life in like other people's hands because you don't know what they're doing. Especially nowadays, like people are just texting and driving. It's like, dude, it's really dangerous. If you're that, you know, if it's making you nervous watching a BMX contest, you probably shouldn't be driving because you have a way better chance <laughs> at literally dying driving to work. Well, I think that you just brought up like a really important point that was we sort of talked around in everything we've said, but in that with these contests, no matter whether it's the triple challenge, whether it's X Games feasts, anything like this X Games Big Air. Look at X Games Big Air. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's not forget about that either. In all of those things, these guys are taking their lives and putting them in their own hands. They are in total control of everything that they're doing here so there no one is mm-hmm. pushing them down that roll in or pushing them to drop in and be like you have to do this flare you know whatever you're doing double with flare on the quarter pipe or double flip on the gap or yeah back flipping into the roll in like our willie did like mm-hmm. it's pretty gnarly and and that like that's like one of the most highly that is like without a doubt the most highly anticipated event at x games you know that's what people that's like the most memorable thing for people watching x games like the jake brown incident the skateboarder uh some number of years ago that hung up on the coping yeah and then he got up and kept kept riding the dude literally fell out of like a four-story building to flat ground yeah yeah like dude that that was that was brutal yeah absolutely brutal um so so some of the other questions that I had with this too uh since we've kind of beaten this the dead horse of that this is the riders choices and it all comes down to them um I've also wondered like oh, I just disappeared it I also wondered like who who these events are for like who is the the target audience like is it for the general public is it for BMX like who is the contest aimed at so um for anyone that doesn't know so these these contests in particular these all of these events take place at the supercross races um so supercross live they travel around the country doing their you know the dirt bike races inside the arenas well outside of the arenas is what they call like the pit area so they'll have that's where all of you know um all of the, the motocross races that's where their their teams uh trailers and all that stuff that's where all that stuff is and so what they do is they have like a special pit pass that you can buy when you go to the event so what you do is you buy this pit pass and then you get to come inside the pits you have a chance to to meet um the the guys that are racing um that evening um you also have a a you know um all sorts of you know there's different food vendors stuff like that other um other sponsors of the event uh stuff like that showcasing their products obviously like suzuki 
uh, that's kind of a bad example, but Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, those are the big four, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Husqvarna. Um, those are the, you know, they're, they're kind of showcasing their products. So a lot of these people that are coming in, they're obviously, they're motocross fans. The vast majority of them ride motocross. Um, so they're promoting that to them. Um, so as a, as a side attraction, they'll have, they'll have a couple different event, um, little things going on. Like for example, next to where the BMX, uh, where the BMX contest was at, there was another piece of the parking lot that was roped off, excuse me, another piece of the parking lot that was roped off for the, uh, like stunt bikes. So they're like crotch rockets, but they do like wheelies. Oh yeah. And stuff, you know, you've seen that. Yeah. I got a couple um, friends that do that. So there's a couple guys that ride that ride those and they they perform you know some stunt shows and stuff and then they'll have what's really cool is they they have this uh you know this portable pump track they have a pump track set up and the kids can actually get on a, a bike that's right there um and allow the kids to to ride on the pump track and stuff which is like so rad like yeah. it's super cool it's a total family event and also in addition to that they have the bmx contest so the BMX contest is there simply as a show. It is an attraction. It is for people that are attending that pit party that have bought that pit pass um, to go in there and have something cool to watch. And man, they're all th- those fans in there were like, dude, they were phenomenal. Um, they come up to you, they want to talk to you, ask you questions, take pictures, stuff like that. They're super intrigued. And as far as I'm concerned. When we're putting on these these events, it's no different than a than a, a BMX show at a school. You have no idea who's watching. There could be some kid in the crowd there that you know his parents they just they brought him there because they wanted to show him you know show him something different. They're trying to find something that interests their child. You never know that child could watch the BMX competition and be like, "Whoa, that's so badass! I want to do that." I know it's so crazy for some of the people, and the reason why we're having this topic is because it was so gnarly, mm-hmm. and people think that it's dangerous. But you know, for for kids, they have such a wild imagination. They can think like, "Wow, I want to be able to do that one day," or you know, "I want to ride BMX." And and you know, you know, for some people, you know, like my like myself, I grew up BMX racing, and then I saw um, I was racing because uh, I. I I grew up in Florida, uh, so I used to do like the Florida State Series for racing, mm-hmm. and I remember they had Roots Jam one year, and my dad took me over there to go watch, and that was the year that Scotty Kramer was there. Ooh. I watched that and was like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And it was that in addition to... Um, super super old like vintage bmx videos that my dad had one that was called sick and the other one is called ride on uh for anybody that knows ride on it was uh it was a killer killer video i think it was produced by like eddie roman um but just really killer video and you know that's why i think that this this dirt event is like so important because it's opening one it's opening BMX to to a different audience, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, but an audience that can somewhat relate because they're there for for a motocross event. Yep. You know, so you never know. There might be a kid that's there that loves motocross, but his family just can't afford it. But they can afford a bike, and that's pretty cool. So we're getting kids into BMX, you know, and that's that's what it's about. It's about growing this 
you know, growing this BMX family that we have, and you can obviously see how special it is from, you know, Carl's incident. Look at how many people have already donated. It's been one day. Yeah, it's over like 16 grand already. That's incredible, you know, yeah. and that's that's a family, man. Like that, that's pretty amazing. And for some kid who might have some kind of a, you know, some kind of trouble in life or something that needs some kind of an outlet, BMX is a pretty, pretty damn badass outlet to to get into, you know. Yeah, man, it's a very perfect thing for the BMX to be at because if you've ever been at a dirt bike track, the amount of kids there riding around on complete BMX bikes is definitely a bunch. Oh yeah, tons, tons. And also going back once again, man, like the the other reason why this event is so important is because it's an it's an open invitation. They have a rider cap of 50, which wasn't filled this yeah. last stop. There's a but there's a rider cap of 50 that is completely open. If you want to go, if you think you have what it takes, you can go. And that's special for for a kid that, you know, he's kind of outgrown his local kind of outgrown his local scene and he's done everything he possibly could, at, you know, at his local park and he wants to kind of expand or maybe he has this idea or this dream of becoming pro, which I don't think anybody should ever discount, by the way. If you have the dream and you want to become a pro, pursue it. Yep. Don't let ever let anybody tell you you, you can't do it because I'm a prime example because people told me a million times growing up that I couldn't do it. But it's special. It allows these kids to come in and, and ride this event and, uh, and, and learn and watch and watch the pros, you know, and, and be able to learn from that and also have the opportunity to make that jump, make that next step into, you know, becoming a, becoming a pro rider. Cause also you don't, you never know who's watching. I saw, I saw Robbie Morales out there. Yeah. You never know. Maybe there was some kid out there that was absolutely crushing it, and Robbie Morales was like, "Hey, man, let me hook you up with a bike or whatever," and that's how it starts. Yep. And also so. the aspect of the fact that they get to ride with and see all of the riders there too, because I'm, I can guarantee I wasn't there, but I can guarantee that there were more pro riders there than just the ones competing. Oh yeah, yeah, there definitely were, man. There was like, dude, there's legends out there, and unfortunately, like vast majority of kids that ride BMX have no idea because they don't, you know, they're not watching like BMX history or anything. Mm -hmm. Me, man, like not to say that I know everything about BMX history, but I like to think that I know a good bit, but man, some of the people that are out there, dude, you're just like, Oh my gosh. And you meet them and you're just, I'm like, I still, I still to this day, dude, I get giddy. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll come back and I like call my dad. I'm like, dad, you're never going to guess who I met today. And he's like, no way, dude, that's crazy. That's so awesome. It, it's really awesome, you know, and you get to meet all these people and, dude, there's like literally nothing more badass in my opinion. There also um, has been, I don't know if they're going to do it this year or not, but there's been the other style of the triple challenge with the like makeshift courses with wooden ramps too. Have oh, you seen those? Um, yeah, the street style one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're supposed to be doing that in, um, in Texas, uh, next month, which once again, we're opening going back now we're opening, we're, they're opening things up for a totally different demographic from BMX, you know, it's so weird cause there's like different worlds of BMX, you know, mm -hmm. which is kind of really weird, but, um, also it's pretty badass at the same time. But, uh, that was actually Kevin Peraza's idea. 
was to was to have this uh, street style event, and uh, I think they've done it. I think they've done it twice now. Yep, two or three. Man, every time I've watched it, it was like so sick, and the guys that go out there are no joke, man. I mean, Matt Ray's out there, Brad Sims is out there. Um, I think Garrett went out there. I mean, dude, like all the big name street dudes are out there, and um, they're doing open invites for this stuff. You know, you, you're you're a local local shredder on the streets in your in your hometown or home city. Go out, test your luck, and uh, and see. And plus, you never know who's watching, man. You could you could get a ride. Yeah, I I don't know that everybody knew that this was an open invite kind of event and that is the kind of thing that when it first happened it was like oh my god people have been asking for exactly this forever and now mm-hmm. it's happening yeah i mean there there was plenty of you know there's plenty of guys out there that i had you know i had met for the first time i'd never i never heard of them before but um man it, it was awesome because like dude that's a it's a special experience you know and also man you never know those dudes that were out there for the first time that i met for the first time in five years four years three years two years they could literally be the next big thing you have no idea you can never underestimate anyone yeah i uh i did a talk last night with kyle carlson about the usa bmx thing and uh free flow tour and uh their monster recon tour and those things came up for a second it's like that's kind of similar but not because that was just for amateurs this is like taking it to a whole nother level if you you could be an amateur and come into this thing and if you're good enough you could end up competing against the pros yeah and it but it's a similar concept and it's traveling all around the country yeah man and they're there's there's a lot of kids that are doing that and and i uh i did one of their events um last year in september and um and i and i know you know i know all the guys that are that are putting these events on and these these guys literally this is what they're doing for work they are putting these events on for work so this is something special this is not some outside you know major company or whatever i mean it is usa cycling that's doing it but you know, we're not talking about a massive multi-billion-dollar, you know, mm-hmm. energy drink company or something like that that's putting it on where they don't really need it. But USA BMX is literally BMX. It's USA BMX. That is their that's their company, you know. Yeah. And so for them to to put on put on an event like that, man, is like so special. And when I got to go out and ride the one that they had at Woodward dude that was badass like they had so many kids that were like rippers man yep. i was just i was shocked i was blown away i was like wow because i hadn't seen a, an amateur an amateur park contest in quite a few years right. and it just made me feel so good i was like all right there's another crop there, there's another you know there's not there's gonna be another crop that's gonna roll in which is great you know i know one day my time in BMX as a professional, it'll be up. It's got a timeline on it, but it's great to see that there's going to be more kids that are going to come in and take all of our place. I think that's um, I think that's special, man, and everything that they're doing. I'm really glad that Kyle signed on with them too. Yeah, me too. 
dude he really does a phenomenal job too like i watch i just i was just watching the um the video early the videos from from the contest earlier today and, and just kind of checking out all their recaps and stuff and i was like man that was the best that that was the best thing that they could have done was bring kyle on and and do that because man i think that's really going to open up a lot of doors and uh i think there's going to be a lot more kids that are that are traveling to these events and they have so many stops too yep that's the crazy part i think it's so many eight this year and i think they may look to do even more next year but just combining that series with the triple challenge open invite thing then you add feast into the mix which I'm pretty sure that's open too. Uh, Feast actually now you, I, I think you actually have to qualify. Oh, did it used to, to be open enough. though, didn't you, it? You have to have. I think it's like I want to say maybe it's maybe it's 150 points. I I could also be wrong. You might have to only qualify in order to get into the worlds. Oh okay. But I but I do think or maybe it's like 50 points or something, which is measly like. A, 50 points like you, you can get mid-pack mm. at, a, at a c1 event and get 50 points or something like that and so um even that event too but that's what's nice also is like not everyone can ride that event and that that's kind of a nice part of it is that okay since not everyone can ride that that's a goal you know like that's something where where kids like they can't just go they have to work for it in order to go yeah and that's pretty nice so it kind of keeps that it keeps that drive you know for the kids in order to like step up their game and and take it to the next level yeah, i think then that gives kind of a structure to things that hasn't exactly existed in the past where you've got this almost blueprint of like here's the steps that you have to take to get to where you want yeah. to go if you're trying to get there and through i know that is the what the goal originally was for usa bmx freestyle it, you're pretty much done it now you throw in the triple challenge being open feast being what it is then you throw in the aspect of x games contention to the uh triple challenge and there's a blueprint that people have said did not exist in bmx for pretty much ever yeah you know when i when when i was coming up it was like I, I wrote a lot of the florida bmx series so um but that that's also another series that's that is available yes it's in florida but anyone can ride it they have uh classes from you know 12 and under 13 15 16 and 29 30 plus uh open pro like they they have all all of these classes set up and everything and that's where i got my start was at the florida bmx series and uh that's another series that's still going on. Um, they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be announcing dates for that here pretty, um, pretty soon. So I'm pretty excited that I always try and make it down um, to those events. I'm really hoping that I can make it to all of them this year, um, just because those events are like they're so special to me because that's that's where I got my start. That and also like, dude, there's new up and coming kids at at those events, you know. And not to blow smoke up my butt or whatever, but dude that can be special like if i go down there and i meet you know and i meet all these kids and everything and they can be they can be pumped on on meeting me but at the end of the day i'm just like a normal regular dude who does stuff on bikes but dude that can be special for a kid and man if i can if i can do that for a kid man like that's that's awesome 
So that's another, I mean, that's another really great event. So they're, they're really now there are so there, there's so many outlets in order to get there. And it really, like you said, man, you said it perfectly. There literally is a blueprint on how to make it to, to become pro. And that's something that never was when I was growing up. It was like, I did the Florida BMX contest series. And then I, you know, I, my time was just after free flow is when I, you know, when I started like actually getting, uh, getting better and, and wanting to seriously ride contests. Um, so I, I really had nothing. And I actually remember I, uh, I teamed up with a guy in Florida, um, to film an edit and the plan with the edit was to basically present it to uh do tour because i i know a guy who is a uh, um who kind of helped to to guide me um in the right direction growing up to on where i needed to be and everything um so he was gonna help and i i was basically gonna make this video he was gonna show it to the rest of the you know they had like a board basically of of people that would vote yay nay and so i made this edit to try and make it into do tour and it just so happened to be the very last do tour ever oh. that andy buckworth won um i didn't end up getting a spot but i lost it to ben wallace so i really wasn't upset about that because ben ben wallace is like seasoned number one and number two ben wallace is fucking badass yeah it's ben wallace so um but yeah it's it's like you said man there's an actual blueprint now and that's something that i didn't really have until uh the recon tour came up um and that's really where where i really started to come up is riding the recon tour and then eventually started riding feast back when it was an open invite you just had to fly halfway across the world <laughs> yeah to, to ride it so you had to have either uh be really good at um eating ramen noodles for breakfast lunch and dinner or have a mommy and daddy that had a bunch of money and uh yeah i was eating a lot of ramen noodles <laughs> yeah but you did it you're yes, you're doing yeah, it right and, now and, and and grateful so grateful for it man like this this is just like it and you know just to reiterate like for anyone that is that is thinking about it or thinks that they can it's like if you think that you can, you can. It just depends on how bad you want to do it because I was that kid, man. I was like, you know, had people in my ear all the time, you know, just like making fun of me because I was like a park rider. It'd be like, you know, call me do tour or whatever, this and that. And, you know, like I just had to block it all out. And that's what I wanted to do. And, and if anybody out there wants to do it, I don't care how old you are, man. If you want to do it, you can make something of yourself in this in this BMX world, you know. And um, I will tell you though, you're not gonna make a you're not gonna make a crazy uh, living or anything like that. But it's not what you're in it for, man. It's you're in it for the experiences. I don't make I don't make a crazy amount of money or anything. But I've gotten to travel all over the world, you know. And that's something that I never ever would have would have gotten from anything i guess the only way would have been going to school and going on a foreign foreign exchange program which you need money to be able to do that yeah which i didn't have and um yeah man it's like it's the greatest opportunity ever to be able to 
see the world and have all these crazy experiences and you know have these heroes where you you meet your heroes and i can honestly say man all these guys that are out here that are big name pros the vast majority of them are literally who they are on camera yeah pat casey kevin peraza mike varga all, all of these guys man they're just bryce tryon especially oh my god i love bryce tryon so much he's like <laughs> my boy but um these guys man they really are just the best dudes it doesn't matter if you just started or if you're coming up they're gonna treat everybody the same and they're never gonna be like you know acting like they're you know better than you or whatever um they're just they're good people man and uh yeah i guess all i'm trying to say is like anybody can do it you just have to want to do it yeah it seems that you don't get to that point in bmx by being an asshole no yeah man you literally have to like make sacrifices man make the biggest sacrifices yeah i mean you've done it and you've been doing it for years and it's it's so it's pretty rad that like we had never talked before today no i know yeah crazy (laughs) you just hit me up on here for an hour almost an hour and 10 minutes you know yeah it's like shooting the shit on bmx it's awesome man and and it all the thing that blows my mind is it all just came from me asking questions in an instagram story and now now we're here (laughs) that's what's so cool about bmx like you said meeting your heroes and getting to meet people that you you look up to and i'm sure you've met scotty and became friends with him after you looked up to him at roots jam you know what this is like so gnarly so after the contest i got a message from scotty hold on I will this weekend this because of how proud I am like this most the thing you just won yes so Scotty sends me a text message at 9 on Saturday 9 p.m. congrats on the win good to see you back on top nice dude like Scotty Kramer messaged me like and and scotty like dude scotty is like the perfect example of like um perf like your 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 imagination of of meeting your hero and then being just like the raddest most awesome dude that you could ever imagine and everything that you ever thought they could be is scotty and he's just like the nicest dude and it and i hate that i hate that you know he had what happened to him but uh, and and also but also at the same time dude like he is the fattest fucking human on earth sorry for my language but good. <laughs> he really is i mean everything that he's done like two years ago i thought i was gonna like i i thought i was gonna be done like i was just kind of done with bmx i didn't think that i'd ever be pro again didn't ever think i'd really compete again or anything like that and like over those two years like um my roommate that i live with we we watch scotty's youtube channel all the time Mm -hmm. and just watching scotty's youtube channel is like dude once again back from from roots jam it was one of those things where i was just watching scotty and i was just like damn what am i doing man like i have this skill that people like would literally kill to have and I'm not 
using it to my best my best potential like what kind of human am i for for not doing that like i felt like a like a bad like i felt like bad about myself for for not doing that and watching scotty's videos i was like all right man we got to make a change like you you have to do this again you're not you're not done just because you you hurt your knee like dude you're not done you need you need to go back for it and um yeah i just buckled down and started training and and really just saving all my money man living off of you know living cheap as cheap as i possibly could just to save my money so i could travel again and then before this event i really put in the work i have an airbag and a um a ramp set up actually at this local brewery um down the street from our bike shop and um, the owner of the brewery actually let me build this like roll-in that stays there at the brewery so i can set my airbag up anytime and that was his whole you know that was our whole idea is that i can come out there and train whenever i need to and i went out there and i trained my butt off and like literally would go out and do five double flips five ten eighties in a row every time i went and if i crashed i had to start over until i was doing five in a row perfect yeah and um and so yeah it was like it was really special man because that was already like it was already like a crazy emotional day just because like the last time i rode that contest i tore my acl and it almost like ended my career like almost made me almost made me quit and then I was and then I watched Scotty's videos and I get this new fire lit in me and then I watch the Olympics and that fire gets set even even crazier and uh and then I win this contest that the last time I wrote it it took me out and then I get a message from Scotty it's just like dude it's been the craziest like circle of events ever and it's just been like I can't even explain it. I'm just so like I'm so grateful to be able to to do this and to to be able to like know people like that and to be able to like talk to people like Scotty, to talk to people like Kevin Peraza and Pat Casey, Mike Varga and like all all these dudes, you know. Um I keep naming Pat, Kevin and Mike because like I, I don't know, that's always like my my crew. Like that's who I like hang out with most when I go to these contests, but they're just like the best dudes they really are man i'm just so fortunate to be able to do this and so grateful so it's been awesome i actually just started like a youtube channel and stuff and uh been filming some little vlogs and stuff like that just to be able to look back on because i regretted not taking more pictures and taking more videos and stuff like that when i was traveling before so now i'm like i want to be able to remember all this stuff so it's been uh it's been pretty sick what a way to bring things full circle for yourself. You started talking <laughs> about how you like really got into freestyle from racing when you went to Roots Jam and it was the one that Scotty was at. And then to have the fact that you watched him after getting injured and then he get sent you a text message after you won, after he inspired you to get back at it after being injured, like brings things full circle and it's so rad. And, uh, I'm definitely gonna make sure to throw your YouTube link in the description down below. Is it just Dude, your that name? That would be sweet. What is that it? That would be awesome. Is it just your name? It's uh, yeah, it's just Brian Fox BMX. I'm actually gonna be building up my new, my new bike that I haven't told anybody about. Ooh. So since I'm not riding for radio radio anymore, 
I bought a bike. It was the first time I bought a bike in quite a number of years. And uh, yeah, I'm really pumped on it. So I'm gonna be doing like uh, like a build video and everything. And I got these really badass wheels I'm about to build up with some crazy spokes. Everything down to the spoke nipples are like high end. Nice. I'll be on the lookout for that, and uh, I'm excited that you're you're doing the whole YouTube thing. And I'm I was really stoked when you just said that you're doing it because you were kind of bummed that you didn't take enough pictures or video because that's what spawned my entire video life in BMX is just the realization that I can't remember everything that happens in any given session. Right. So why not film it all and be able to be like. Oh, remember that one day? And then at the same time, you give every single person that you ride with and film the opportunity to do the exact same thing through your videos. Yeah, exactly, man. I was like, why haven't I been doing this? And then I started like putting the videos together and editing them. And I'm like, dude, I'm not technologically like <laughs> savvy or anything. I mean, I had to ask you how to like use Skype and everything, but I'm like having so much fun like editing everything. And I, literally film it all and edit it all, all hey, on my phone i film Crazy. it all on mine i don't edit it there but i film it all on mine too yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty great yeah i mean the phones are like dude they're so they're badass amazing. now like yeah. they're insane so makes yeah. it a lot easier man i'm pretty stoked that you're doing the whole youtube thing i'll also be able to like throw up the little uh button for people to push at the end of this thing uh that's rad i'm gonna check it out as soon as we get off of here Man, I really appreciate that. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny. I've been like drinking on, uh, drinking some beers this whole time. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about BMX. Sweet. I can drink beer. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you've enjoyed this. I'm, I'm really stoked that you took the time to, first of all, hit me up about the whole topic and then immediately the same day be like, yep, let's do it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, man. I was like, when I saw that, I I was like, oh my god, I have to send him a message on this. I could not believe like watching the answers. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I can't believe yeah. the things that people are saying. And I was like, it. I had to throw my two cents in there. And then when you asked me, I was like, yes, let's do it. Let me clear the air. And <clears throat> also, once again, let anyone know that's watching this if you want the opportunity to make it to that next step there are outlets to do it other than you know youtube or, or or whatever it might be like dude there there's plenty of options this is a really great option yes you have to be out of your freaking mind to ride these jumps but if you're out of your mind like come out and shred with us and there's the the street style course to look forward to as well if the dirt jumps aren't your thing yeah, that's right. And they're, dude, they're di diversifying it. And uh, the the <clears throat> the guy who's like organizing me, Sean, he's like awesome and really really great dude. So, I I like to hear that. I that was another thing I wondered about it. So to hear that is is great. Yeah, really great dude. Everybody like that goes out to the and you know it's it's the people that go to the events that like make the events special. Because mm -hmm. if you went to a concert and you were the only person there it probably wouldn't be that special you know what i mean <laughs> i think it, i think it might be extremely special if you're the only one there but if there was only like five people definitely not 
Yeah. If the if the band's just singing to you, you that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but also when you're there with your buddies and you get to get rowdy and sing along, I think yeah, you're right. That's the special part. That's funny. All right, Brian, let's wrap this thing up. I feel like we kind of hit everything we need to, and to reiterate one more time, these contests are participated by the riders' choice. So, yeah. and their opinions are the only ones that matter. Yeah, riders' choice, man, and I want to do it. I mean, yeah. I got like all of these, man. I chose to, I chose to ride all that stuff, and yep. all that stuff was crazy, and I could have died, but thankfully I didn't. Yep, and that that's not to invalidate anybody's opinions because you're allowed to have them. It's just yeah. when it comes down to it, the riders yeah. are the ones that matter the most. So thank Got you it. for doing this. Uh, check out Brian's YouTube channel, and uh, hopefully you guys are subscribed here so that you can, you know, see my videos too. Yeah. That being said, good night, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. Boom, we're out. Man.